You lived and we played still 93.3 KIOA. Luke and Jeremy, good morning. Good morning. Jeremy, I've been keeping up with my microbiology newsletter from the University of Arizona. I love when you do that. Yeah, they actually just uh, sent out a new study. And it's whether or not you should leave your toilet lid open or closed when you flush. Mm-hmm. I was always taught that you should close the lid to keep the speckles of schmeck down in the toilet and not spraying all over your bathroom. This is a good way to start the morning. <laughs> good morning, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Happy Friday. They did. They did. Watch some out sort for of... speckles. <laughs> yes. Speckles filled with schmeck. Okay, don't say it again. <laughs> they did a real study where they looked at how many germs are released when you leave the toilet lid up or down. Yes. And obviously we're talking about the top lid. Yes. Just I feel like I have to clarify just for I some know. people. They said it really actually doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still going to get... The speckles with schmeck in them. Stop saying it. Never. Stop. Even with the lid closed, they still find their way out. Now, they do say that putting the lid down keeps the... Stop it. Don't you dare. The bigger... Don't do it. Schmecks. Come on. In the toilet. But keeping it up is going to spread it everywhere. They also recommend that you, once again, do not keep things... That you put in and around your face anywhere near the toilet. Yeah. So they say don't leave out your toothbrushes as well as cosmetics that you apply to your face. I feel like our toothbrushes in our bathroom are far enough away from the toilet that it's not going to be affected. But what do I know? I, I would say they're a good solid eight feet away from the toilet. You mean that one semester of microbiology that you took after you <laughs> failed meteorological school? <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't all, account for that. First of all, it wasn't meteorological school. It was a semester of meteorology. Hey, just be proud that I said meteorologically correctly. Well, you sort of drove over it like uh, you were driving over a speed bump. I so know, it's, it's not, fine. So it's I give fine. you too much credit. Um, yeah, we know bathrooms are gross. Bathrooms yeah. are gross. What we do in bathrooms all the way around is gross. We either <laughs> wash things or clean things or... Smear things like <laughs> there's nothing about what the hell do you do in your bathroom? Makeup, you put makeup on, <laughs> smearing, you push, you clearly don't know how to do that. Um, I've never we heard know smearing bathrooms are gross. We don't need microbiologists from Arizona to tell us that our bathrooms are gross. We know that they're gross. They also remind you to not use your phone while you're on the toilet. <laughs> Well, now they're just dumb, because what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We're going to steak night. We're going to eat it right. Steak is such a treat. I do, I, I do love me a good steak at a nice restaurant. That is true, yes. And apparently there are rules when you go out to the steak restaurant, the nice restaurant, well, yeah, there's etiquette, <laughs> things you should and should not do at a fancy restaurant. I don't feel like I always follow the restaurant etiquette. And maybe it's because I'm just not fancy enough to be in these restaurants. You pretend to be one of the fanciest people that I know. I do. Until I do. you get into a fancy situation and then you show you're really like me. I will say the first rule here of the fancy steakhouse 
that I do follow is dousing your steak with steak sauce. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, no. You shouldn't have to put anything on a good steak. Exactly. No salt, no pepper, no butter, no sauce, nothing. A good steak. Should have all been cooked in that already. Exactly. Yes. yes. It should all be in there. It should just stand on its own. Yes. So I fully agree. And that was something my wife taught me. Because I used to be the guy who would salt and pepper his food before I even tasted it. Because mm. I just figured I needed it. Oh, so weird. So I'm, I'm fancy now. Fancy now. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're not supposed to cut your steak all at once. Well, why? <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what their reasoning is, but I imagine it probably, first of all, probably cools off. And you don't get the same, like, consistency. Maybe it'll, like, by the time you get to the end of what you cut up, it'll dry out. It takes the same amount of time. I like I like my food to go in my mouth as fast as possible. Therefore, <laughs> I cut it all up at once. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, I just one piece. And I enjoy the whole process of just, yes, just a good, just cutting of the meat. And yes. No, thank mm, you. Thank you. Yes. I'll cut mine up. You're also not supposed to eat every bite of your food. This is new to me. Yeah, this one I don't understand either. Apparently... It might be seen as insulting, like you weren't given enough food because you ate it all. So instead, you're supposed to waste some to be polite? Then I can tell you right now that Aaron is the rudest person in the entire world because he will eat literally everything in the fridge. You're not supposed to put your napkin on the table. I didn't know that. Apparently, you're supposed to put it in on the chair. Like if you get up during the meal? Yeah, if you have to get up go to the restroom or something, you're supposed to put your napkin on your chair not on the table. You can put it on the table when you're done. But, but not on your plate. But not on your plate. I you know that put, one. You have to put it to the left of your plate. Yes. There are rules for that as well. Unless the busser is right or left-handed, then I guess maybe put it on the right side. I don't know. I don't understand the left or right of the plate. What does that matter? Ugh, it's etiquette. Do you not know like what side, if you're setting the table, what side things are supposed to be on? I know the, the forks and knives and spoon placements, but... Who on cares? which side? Yeah, who cares where the napkin goes when you're done? Where do you put the napkin when you set the plate? On the left-hand side. Why wouldn't you put it back on the left-hand side when you're done? I don't done? know. Who cares? <laughs> who cares where the napkin goes? I've been it's wiping my face with it. Etiquette. No one oh cares gosh. anyway. <laughs> uh, speaking of the napkin, don't spit your gristly, chewy pieces Blech. into the napkin. Blech. You're supposed to take it out and put it on your plate. So you can stare at it. Look at this, it. everybody. <laughs> hey, look. This one was too hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it next to my gum that I took out before we started eating. Either that or you're supposed to put it into a, a fresh napkin that you've asked for. You have to flag somebody down and be like, I can't finish this part. Maybe you wave that piece at them and they'll bring you a napkin. <laughs> like, hey, look. I found this in my steak. I need a napkin. They're also worried, though, that if you spit it into your napkin, that when you do get up and put your napkin down... That the grisly piece is going to roll out onto the floor. I challenge this because every fancy restaurant I've ever been to, it's so dark in there, you would never see anything that fell on the floor. True. Very true. The darker the restaurant, the fancier. It is so fancy if you can't see the person across from you. <laughs> and now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So the trailer has been released for the new remake of Roadhouse. Ooh. The old Patrick Swayze classic starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, he's pretty. And here's a little <laughs> clip. Before we start, do you have insurance? What? Your coverage good? Like, you have dental? 
Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it like too far? Yeah. About like 25 minutes, I'd say. Uh, I just slapped you. Are you all right? What? And then the yeah, the punching continues for two hours. So much punching. It's a lot of punching. I guess the director's really mad because they wanted this to go to theaters, but Amazon is just going to put it straight to Prime, and I believe it's on March 21st. Ooh. Now, I know that Aaron loves this movie. The original. <laughs> the original is like the holy grail for door guys and security guys. <laughs> it's like the godfather. He has definitely made his career based on quotes from the movie Roadhouse. <laughs> and to this day, Roadhouse gets brought up, I'd say at least once a week yeah. in our household. And I don't know the last time we actually watched it, but if it is on TV, it is on our TV. Man, that really shows the difference between my household and your household. Oh. Because in your house, Roadhouse gets brought up. Yes, it does. Once a week. In my household, it's usually either Clueless or When Harry Met Sally. Wow. Yeah, that says a lot about us. <laughs> and I'm not sure which one of us should be offended. <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. As you can, baby, run free yourself up as fast as you can. Jeremy, do you ever find yourself going over the speed limit when you're driving somewhere? No comment. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate myself. Uh, I think there's something pa- past the uh, time habeas corpus uh, <laughs> legal Legally things. can't entrap myself. Legal, something. legal, allegedly, allegedly. Fifth Amendment. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I know most people. As someone yes. who drives daily on 235, yeah. I know a lot of people go over the speed limit because we all do that little dance when we get near 42nd Street and we all slow down for yes. the speed camera <laughs> and then we all speed back up like we're chasing the pace car. That is the first thing you taught me when I moved here. Yeah. Like, you can drive as fast as you want until you get to 42nd Street. <laughs> then you got to slow down for like two seconds and then you're good to go yes. again. You pass under this one sign. That speed limit sign right past it, that doesn't matter. Yep. Just slow down. Exactly. For a second, and then you're good. Well, out in California, they are trying to pass a bill that would force all new cars and trucks, I suppose, to have a speed governor on them so they can't go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. How is the car going to know what the speed limit is? Is it going to have some sort of camera? Well, I think that that's like it's going to talk to the GPS because I don't know if you like I don't you have like GPS in your car, obviously. Yes. So your GPS oftentimes knows what the speed limit is for the road that it's on. Yes, it does. So your car is going to talk to the GPS and be like, hey, we're supposed to be going this fast. Turn on your little governor. Make sure that. You don't go faster. Ding than dong this. doesn't go seventy five. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. Apparently, there is going to be a way for the driver to override it for a brief amount of time. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. Start. <laughs> is that what you're going to have to do? Because I don't understand how that works. I don't know what, how it works either. There, it's still in the early stages. They, I don't know if they think that this could actually pass. The thing is that this technology exists. They've already got this in some cars overseas. Here's my thing, okay? Somebody who has 
smart technology and lots of different things. Say my house. I can't get my Alexa to turn off the lights. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that my car is going to make sure that I'm going the correct speed limit? It's a great question. Maybe don't let is Alexa this, drive. Is it going to be a situation where I go, hey, Alexa, turn off that governor, and it turns on the lights in my living room? Like, I don't understand how this technology works. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. The often imitated but never duplicated dad jokes. That's right. You heard them here first. Yeah. Meteorologist John Rivas, I'm watching you. I got my eye on you. Well, you know, we tried to start a turf war online, and he did respond. He's up for it. He's, he, he's up for turfing. Well, he's up for being on the show. He thinks that <laughs> he doesn't have an arsenal quite like yours. You're darn tootin'. His is probably better. He just doesn't realize it uh, yet. Uh, you know, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. Uh, I heard uh, that Lance is an uncommon name nowadays. Did kids not listen to NSYNC back in the day? But I did read that in medieval times, people were called Lance a lot. I still like Lance from NSYNC better. It takes usually about one or two of the jokes before I realize how Jeremy's going to torpedo the day. <laughs> so bear with me as I try to get my, my footing here. <laughs> it's like a warship. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. What's, yes, Luke. Journey, what's the... No, no. I ask you first. It's <laughs> my new favorite thing to do to you, to throw you off. Journey. <laughs> yes, Luke. What is the most popular ride at Dollywood? I've been to Dollywood. It's yeah. actually a lot of fun. What's the most popular ride? Probably that train. No. It's the D-Cups. D-Cups. <laughs> Like the teacups. Ha ha! But they're deep. I don't think they have teacups at Dollywood, actually. And maybe no. they do. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Are you sure they're not D-cups? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, Jeremy. Dolly is much bigger than a D, I hate to tell you. Um, yes, Luke. What do you call a dead magician? <laughs> <That's> sad. <laughs> sad. An abracadaver. <laughs> oh, that one. That one. Uh, <laughs> that one. Woof. All right, John Rivas, where are you, buddy? <laughs> Come on, John Rivas. Uh, you know, Jeremy, I used to hate facial hair. Yeah. You used to, or you yeah. still do, because there's not a lot of it there. Yeah, But then it started to grow on me. Yeah, did it? <laughs> I don't think it did. It's I growing, it's just, it's just splotchy. I think, I, think, I think you've tried to grow it your entire life. I've tried. Yeah. Do you have facial hair right now? I do, yes. It's literally right here. Oh, is that what that, I thought that was just the shadow. Oh, my gosh. It's, you, it's... You're really a terrible friend. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new. Uh, you know, Jeremy, yes, I don't, like... don't want to brag. Oh, oh, really? Now? Yes. Now is the time that you decide you don't want to brag? I don't want to brag, wow. but I just got hired on as a fitness model. <laughs> Done. End of joke. That's it. <laughs> That's the best joke you've ever told. Ever. Ever. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Don't uh, ruin it. Don't ruin this for me. They're using me as the before picture. Don't ruin this for me. It was funnier when you just stopped. <sighs> oh, that's great. That's just great. Uh, you know, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. Five ants got together and rented an apartment with another five ants. Now they're ten ants. I thought you were going to start naming ants. Barbara, Carol. 
Why would I do that? That's not funny. Victoria. I don't know. But calling them ten ants is funny. Ten ants is calling them funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more here. Oh, yay. Uh, you know, Jeremy, I... Yes, uh, Luke. I, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's best when you don't expect it. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, you know, I uh, I signed up for our company's 401k. Oh, we have that? Yeah. Oh. I'm a little nervous, though, because I've never run that far before. <laughs> Remember that time you made me walk an accidental 5K? Do you remember that? You would not last. You wouldn't last. Dad, your jokes are not very good. No, he couldn't last a 5K either. Yeah, I bet he could go further than you did. I went far. I went the whole length that you went. Yeah, because we didn't have a choice because you got us lost. You should not tell jokes about distance. The signs were misleading. I'm just going to, I'm sticking with that story. You should not tell jokes about distance or facial hair <laughs> or modeling <laughs> or really anything. Those are my dad jokes this yeah, week. That's him. It's Luke and Jeremy on KIOA. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Sometimes you have to come up with a clever slogan to really get people's attention these days. Mm -hmm. And Josh Shapiro is the governor of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's actually a commonwealth. Commonwealth. I think it's just a state. Again, you just wanted to use a big word. I did, yes. Come on now. It's one of the colonies, so I figured it was a commonwealth too. (laughs) But either way, uh, he has got a new slogan that he's trying out for the state of Pennsylvania. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course we reopened I-95 in just 12 days. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course we're for real freedom. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course Taylor Swift is from here. We get shit done. Of course we're from Pennsylvania. Yes, it's... Get bleep done. Oh, it's not Taylor Swift is from here? No, which <laughs> probably would have been a more popular one. And probably just as controversial, actually, if you think yes. about it. Yeah, he's decided that there, his whole administration has a, as they call a GSD attitude. Mm. He says that while he's in front of some kids, he will say stuff. Well, that's good. That's good. But this brings up the whole point that, you know, we're finding that politicians are getting a little more, we'll say, comfortable Swearing around the masses. Yeah, apparently this is a trend because they seem to think that this is the way to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. Because we're not used to hearing these words come out of politicians' mouths. At least not in public. Yeah, and there's actually some sort of like scientific evidence that this may actually be a good thing. Yeah. Because according to one guy, when you hear these words that have been deemed bad... It kind of causes you to take a little bit more notice. Your heart rate elevates a little bit. You might get a little sweaty because mm-hmm. you're anticipating the the getting in trouble aspect of it. Yeah. And that is actually causing people to take more notice. Well, and it's also a case of when you hear not even just necessarily curse Swear words. words, yeah. Not even necessarily just those, but some words in general just make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like earlier today, I was kind of messing with Jeremy because we were telling this story about You're toilets. Say it, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Was it speckles? Speckles are mm-hmm. coming out of the toilet when you flush. Yeah, that is definitely <laughs> one of those words that I do not like. My wife's got a whole list of them. Well, and our very own Lee McNabb. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you're listening. Moist. Oh, that's most people's word. She hates that word. Hates a lot it. of people hate it. And you can see her visibly cringe anytime it is said anywhere. 
my wife has the same aversion to that. Sorry, particular Susan. Word. Sorry. Yeah. Normally we spell it like we're <laughs> toddlers. I always make a production out of saying it to where I I, I say I'm like <laughs> that. See, that almost makes it worse. <laughs> so many of those words are just uncomfortable. Uh, 515-244-4933. Have you got a word that makes you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, some people, it is going to be a curse word. Yeah. It, they, they get uncomfortable when they hear people curse. And other times, it's just one of those weird words that you say. And if you have a curse word, feel free to tell us what it is, because we have this fun little button where we can push it and it bleeps it. Yes. And bleeps are fun. 515-244-4933. Your word that makes you uncomfortable you have one journey off the top of your head or, or do i have to don't say it again don't don't you dare say that word again cleman that's not the word what is that? i don't even know what that word means but does it make you uncomfortable no uh, speckle okay that's enough <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. The governor of Pennsylvania has a new slogan for their state. It's a little controversial. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course we reopened I-95 in just 12 days. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course we're for real freedom. We're from Pennsylvania. Of course Taylor Swift is from here. We get shit done. Of course we're from Pennsylvania. Get bleep, bleep. done. Bleep. That's the motto they're going with for Pennsylvania. And it's getting a lot of attention because, of course, it's got a bit of an uncomfortable word in there. Mm-hmm. With the... The bleep. The bleep. The bleepity bleep. And so this got us talking about other words that make you uncomfortable. Because, of course, this is going to get a lot of attention because of the fact that it does include a cursing word. Mm. 515-244-4933. The words that make you uncomfortable. We're going to start in Ankeny. And talk to Carol. The word that bothers me is gristle. Gristle. Oh, yeah. That's a good and one. then the other word, it's, you can't say it on the air, I'm sure, but it stands for see you next Tuesday. Oh. oh. <laughs> that one, I, I will say, I, it makes me a little uncomfortable to hear it, but not when British people say it. Because it means something totally different. They, they say it so willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. I know, but it just, that one really, really bothers me, but... If anyone says gristle from like chicken or something, I could just vomit. <laughs> that just gets me. I I hear that. I I, I will say, and somebody on our Facebook page, uh, I believe it was. Um, I apologize. I'm looking for. Oh, it was Sarah Earps. Uh, Sarah said, "Any words that are used to make fun of people." Mm. Uh, and I will fr- plainly say, I used to use these words when I was a kid. Yeah, just openly didn't care they were they were in movies they said it on tv and now they're words that we don't consider to be socially acceptable anymore and i get really uncomfortable yeah when people use them definitely it's it's one of the few times where i'll say hey can we not use that word like let's we don't say that yeah exactly i'll say that to a grown adult Mm, and even that still feels icky sometimes yeah uh chad verhoff says i have several but i'm gonna go with ouija (laughs) Like the board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could see that being weird. Uh, Michael Whiskus says gelatinous. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Jason Kelly says colonoscopy. Mm. This is another one from Jenna that is on my wife's list. She doesn't like. Pan- I see it. Panties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that one, but maybe it's just because I'm a girl. I don't know. I don't know. 
uh, Jerry on our it. Jerry on our Facebook page said the same thing. I'm surprised there's not more curse words that make people. Are we just that desensitized? Maybe. I thought for sure this would be full of curse words. Maybe are we just prudes? I will say the only time that I'm uncomfortable when I hear curse words is when I hear them like in front of my parents. Oh yeah. Still to this day, if like we're sitting in the living room watching a movie and somebody is swearing a lot, I will like squirm in my seat a little bit because it kind of makes me uncomfortable. Oh, I don't squirm when somebody swears. It's if it's like a love scene. Oh, that's even worse. Can't do it. No, no, I don't want that. No. <laughs> and now more fun with Luke and Jeremy on ninety-three-three KIOA. You should be very happy to know that you live in the best state to drive. Excuse me, what? Supposedly. Huh? These people what? from Wallet Hub, which I don't know what they do outside of just putting out surveys Weird and such. random surveys? Yeah, but they recently did a poll at for the best states for drivers, and Iowa came out number one. What exactly were they using to come up with this? Here is their, their reasoning. Yeah. It said Iowa is the best state to drive in due in part to the fact that it's a rural state and has one of the lowest rush hour traffic congestion rates in the country. I will say, having driven in bigger cities, yeah. Iowa's rush hour is nothing. It's fantastic. I will definitely give you that. Yes, it Iowa's is fantastic. Iowa's rush hour at least moves. <laughs> but I like that the reasoning is because no one lives here. <laughs> you know why it's great? Because no one lives there. It says less than a quarter of urban interstates in Iowa experience congestion during peak hours. In addition, Iowa drivers tend to have short commutes at less than 20 minutes on average. That is true. That is true and very strange. And now, mind you, I leave the house at 4.30 in the morning, Mm -hmm. but I have a 15-minute commute. Yeah. And even driving home in and amongst traffic during the middle of the day, still only about 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's from downtown Des Moines all the way out to the suburbs. Yeah. Not terrible. Living in a bigger city for as long as I did, it used to take me 45 minutes to get to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 45 minutes. If that was the case, I wouldn't go. Yeah. And that all. was all highway. They say Iowa residents can also save a lot of money on their vehicle expenses, given that Iowa's in the top 10 states when it comes to low gas prices and car insurance rates. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I we will. have one of the lowest rates of vehicle theft and larceny. I will agree with that as well. Don't have to worry about your car getting broken into around here all that much. Although, no. although we have had that happen. Susan had her car broken into in our when we used to live in an apartment. Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely a thing. The thing that gets me the most here, I cannot tell you how many times I have pulled up to a gas station or like a convenience store of some sort, and someone has left their car running outside while they ran in to get something. I don't do that. What? You shouldn't have your car running when you're getting gas anyway. Well, no, I'm saying like they've left their car. Oh, like and they've gone inside. Oh, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I used to do that all the time. No, no. When I like not when I did the morning show here, but when I used to work the morning show at Channel Eight. Yeah. And I had to get again super super early. I would always stop at like Quick Trip or something to get breakfast or a donut or just something. You'd leave your car running and run inside? Especially in the winter. Oh my god, Leave no. your car running, go inside, you were in and out in 90 seconds. Oh my god, no. The fact that you can get away with that here is amazing. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, the whole larceny thing. Nope. Well, I leave my car running every day when I go pick up Ben from school. I will get out of my car, leave it running in the parking spot, and go and, and pick him up. That makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Big screens, little screens, and all the screens in between. It's time to find out what to watch this weekend on 93.3 KIOA. And we got your chance to win some free movie passes to Fridley Theaters. That is coming up. But first... We need to hear a clip from Griselda. For the last three years, Griselda Blanco has owned Miami, distributing cocaine. Ms. Blanco's operation has been efficient, deadly, and incredibly successful. Let's get to work. Okay, this looks <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, if you were a fan of the show Narcos, mm-hmm. then you're going to really like this show. Actually, I think it's from the same people, same people who yeah. made it. But it's Sofia Vergara, and she is in the title role of Griselda Blanco. She is this drug queen pin, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, in Miami back in the late 70s, early 80s. Now, a lot of the show itself is sort of fictionalized, but she was a real person mm-hmm. and a serious like drug lord back in the early 80s. And I know that some people say, you know, oh, I can't watch Sofia Vergara without thinking of Gloria from Modern Family. You will forget all about her being in Modern Family in this show. Can I tell you, watching this trailer, there were a few moments where I had to be like, is that Catherine Zeta-Jones? <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's angry. Yes, angry she is. Angry this and awesome. Yeah, and it, it's a short, limited series. It's only six episodes. They're all available now on Netflix, and it just looks awesome. I definitely want to watch that. Yeah, that's going to be a good binge this weekend. Um, another thing that I'm going to be binging that is not nearly as angry as that, that is for sure. Uh, the Fab Five are back. Oh. Queer Eye is back for their second round in New Orleans. Of course, you know, they come in and they make life-changing makeovers and do all sorts of good for people all over the place. And they're focusing on New Orleans for a second time. So the, all Fab Five will be back. Lucky recipients range from a traditional jazz clarinetist, because, you know, why not? Yeah. To a KISS fan, to a <laughs> football coach for the Louisiana School for the Deaf. So they're going to go in there and do their magic, and it'll make you cry. I cry at the end of every one of these episodes. So looks like uh, Queer Eye is available now on Netflix. Awesome. And on Prime Video, it is the new Nicole Kidman film called Expats. And it's all about uh, three women from America who all live over in Hong Kong. Apparently, Nicole Kidman's son in this movie gets kidnapped, and then all heck breaks loose. Yeah, I don't know what happens. If you like those sort of espionage sort of thriller type of movies, plus Nicole Kidman, you might enjoy this one on Prime Video this weekend. There you go.